0: Training camp is a wrap, and the Washington Commanders come out of it feeling pretty good, according to head coach Ron Rivera. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders.
1: Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to this episode of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, And you can continue this conversation with me over on subtext. You can just text me straight from your phone. Let me know what you're thinking by going to joinsubtext.com slash locked on commanders and i'm your host of this show david harrison on twitter at d harrison 82 credential member of the media covering your washington commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of sports illustrated fan nation here with you every monday through friday and game day and practice day and all those things that are going on covering the washington commanders for you and as always i appreciate your continued support for the show especially the everydayers that are coming through on a daily basis linkedin jobs Helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply on today's episode. We're going to hear from Washington Commanders rookies Ricky Stromberg and Quan Martin. We'll do our final Sam Howell watch of training camp. And I'm going to share some practice notes from the final day of training camp with you. But first, Commander's Head Coach Ron Rivera spoke to us before practice, and said that he feels pretty good heading into the final preseason game, despite the list of injuries that the team is dealing with currently. And let's rattle off some of these injuries that we're looking at here. Receiver Terry McLaurin, of course, with the toe injury that he suffered against the Baltimore Ravens defensive end. Chase Young still working through his way back. Uh, to come back from the stinger that he suffered against Cleveland Browns in week one of the preseason. Tight end Logan Thomas dealing with his calf issue. And those are just three of the impact players that are dealing with issues as Washington wrap training camp on Thursdays. But there's also Dax Milne, who's dealing with a groin issue. Kendall Fuller with the knee issue. Jamin Davis, who had minor knee surgery ahead of training camp, ahead of the off-season program. Then he had an illness this week, missed a day of practice. Then he had court a couple days, also missed practice. Defensive tackle, Fedarian Mathis, with a calf issue as well. Charles Leno Jr. and Andrew Wiley have been getting a lot of reps off, I think mostly because of their elder status here on the offensive line, but still some starting players, contributors not getting full reps, and, and maybe that one is actually uh, somewhat good news. But that's not counting the usual bumps and bruises that also come with Simply playing in the NFL, right? We even saw Cody Barton, the linebacker, pull up a little bit on Thursday, but he did finish practice, looked okay, walked normal, all that stuff after practice. So not a whole lot to worry about there. Uh it doesn't look like, but with all these names on the list, we've got cut down day coming. And of course, you've always got the questions is a guy going to start on the IR, is a guy going to start on the pup? And if so, how is that going to impact? You know, if you last year we looked back at Chase Young coming back from his knee surgeries, right? Both knees uh end up having surgery on. And Ron Rivera kind of revealed to us middle of the training camp that Chase was going to be starting the season on the PUP list. Well, if he's on the PUP, he's he's count stores a roster, but there's a spot that somebody can fill uh, because of that designation. And that, of course, would impact the counts. And, you know, we're all getting ready to do our 53-man roster uh, projections. But important to remember, these are initial 53-man rosters. No NFL team in the history of NFL team has started the 53-man roster, started the season rather, with one 53-man roster and carried that same 53-man roster throughout the entire season. I promise you, I haven't even looked it up. I don't even need to cite it it because there's no way any NFL team has started with a 53-man roster. From the day of the invention of the 53-man roster, zero chance that an NFL team has started with one and finished with one and gone through the entire season with the exact same 53-man roster. So, initial roster coming up, none of these injuries according to Ron Rivera. Uh, seems to have an impact. Those are his words, and I'll let you hear them uh, from his press conference on Thursday morning. I believe not. I believe not. Where we are right now, I think um, all these guys are you know, guys that we feel really good about, um, and we, uh, you know, in terms of our preparation and getting ready for that decision, um, you know, we'll be meeting on, uh, on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday to discuss all that as we, uh, you know, as we get ready to to trim the roster. All right, so that's kind of a down and dirty quick hit on the injury reports. Again, nothing major it looks like for the Washington Commanders. I think that's incredibly important when you look at getting ready for the regular season because team after team after team, we see it time and time again. I mean, we've seen it here uh, in Washington as well over the years, that training camp, it's really just one big hold your breath marathon as you get through it. And we're not completely done, right? We're not completely done. We still have a preseason game to play uh, by Washington. There's a walkthrough tomorrow, so you would, uh, you would think that, in a walkthrough, the the, the mitigation uh, for injury is, is pretty solid, so you're probably not going to deal with a whole lot of injuries during a walkthrough practice. But that will be a Joint Base Andrews, uh, so some airmen, and I think their family's Not sure how they're they're really organizing that, but there will be some 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 airmen and some some attent- some fans potentially uh, in attendance as well. We will be out there as well, and if I can, military bases are a little bit finicky about recording. So if I can, I will be doing an episode for you straight from Joint Base Andrews. If not, then I'll drive home. And I'll do the show from my house. Either way, you will have an episode on Friday. We'll get some more interviews with some more players, uh, potentially some coaches. We'll see what I can shake loose from, uh, from the PR staff here, and we will see what we can do for you. But with all those names on the list, so there's a lot of names, right? Terry McLaurin, Chase Young, Logan Thomas. I mean, these are not small names. These are significant names, and they're not even all the names. I mean, Nick Whiteside has been dealing with an injury here and there. So there's some, some other guys. Obviously, Armani Rogers lost before training camp uh for the entire season but despite all the names on the list of the injury list nothing super major nobody looking like they're going to be out for the entire season so this washington commanders defense that is expecting to be top 10 maybe top five challenge to become uh, start becoming one of the better units in the national football league should start the regular season relatively healthy right and relative is the key word there but this offense looking to surprise some folks nobody really expects a lot from them but you've got some key players here terry mclaurin logan thomas obviously the main two who are dealing with some issues, some health issues, looking like you might be able to see them back week one. Maybe not week one. If if not week one, maybe week two. But really, the most important stretch, week three, week four. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves, guys, right? But this team should beat the Arizona Cardinals, right? I'm not hearing any objections. Nobody's arguing with me here. Like, this team should go 1-0. and And then Denver even, I mean, maybe 2-0. and We'll see how Russell Wilson uh, and the Broncos get started week one. But you, you should be feeling pretty good about Weeks 1 and 2 as of right now. It's Weeks 3 and 4, Buffalo and Philly back-to-back. That might have you a little bit worried. So you know what? If you're the Washington Commanders, you're thinking, let's get through Arizona Week 1. Let's get Maybe let's get through Denver Week 2 even, depending on what Week 1 looks like. Then maybe you bring back Terry Week 3. I mean, that's worst case. Obviously, we want to see Terry on the field uh, as much as possible, but we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But, of course, the 53-man roster decisions are coming on Tuesday. You probably won't see any of these guys that we just talked about uh, that have got some banged-up issues on the field other than Tress Way. Like Ron Rivera said, Trust Way in his press conference, uh, Trust Will Punt, he will also hold, uh, so he will be out there. But we will have a game, of course, and Coach Rivera isolated two players that you will see play on Saturday that he is keeping a specific eye on. So, of course, we're going to keep an eye on them as well, and we'll finish our, our training camp, Sam Howell Watch. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day. And this episode of Lock Dog Commanders is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good because their stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts, which are made of stiff, restricting, uncomfortable, bunching cotton because bird dogs are not made of cotton. They're made of cloud knit fabric that bird dogs themselves invented. And that cloud knit fabric looks just like khaki, but it stretches. So you get a slimmer but comfortable. Fit. Bird Dogs also uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool but also keeps you dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or use the promo code locked on NFL at checkout to get a free white tech hat with your order. Again, it's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or the promo code locked on NFL at checkout to get a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise this episode of Lockdown Commanders also brought to you by game time. Fortunately for me, I don't have to buy football tickets these days because it's my place of duty. Unfortunately for me, I also love music, but I have to buy those tickets because you can't can't get in on commander's credentials to uh, a concert. Right. Surprisingly uh, enough. Now, sometimes finding tickets to concerts you want to go to, though, can be stressful. Right. But buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful because the entire experience is supposed to be fun. So the ticket buying process is part of that experience. It should be fun, too. Right. Well, game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have with game time. You can get flash deals and last minute tickets and they make it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area with great images of seat views. So you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. For those of us who don't plan things months in advance, not to worry, game deal. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And Game Time Guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section, same row for the same event, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. So snag the tickets without the stress at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create your account and redeem code locked on nfl for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed A lockdown, commanders listen or view today every day and every day thanks again for coming through on a consistent basis like you do and thanks for all the interactions from my subtexters texting me during press conferences during practice uh it's been a lot of fun getting to know commanders fans if you want to get in on that action just head over to join subtext.com slash locked on commanders and if you do it now you'll get free all the way up to the beginning of the nfl season perfect time and we can text uh, all during the build-up to the arizona cardinals game and during the Cardinals game while I'll be sitting in FedEx field, giving you uh your own inside man, just right there in your handy dandy cell phone. Sam Howell watch number 21, final Sam Howell watch training camp coming up. But first, we have to take another look at rookie guard slash center Ricky Stromberg and rookie defensive back Quan Martin. Your second and third round draft picks for the Washington Commanders in this year's NFL draft. The commanders are going to be watching every single player that steps onto the playing field on Saturday, right? But Coach Rivera pointed out, two in the pre-practice press conference that we had with him on Thursday morning. Those two being, you can guess it, guard center rookie Stromberg and defensive back Quan Martin specifically. For Martin, he was drafted for his versatility. He had a solid bounce-back game against the Ravens after a not-so-good start against the Cleveland Browns in Week 1. For Stromberg, on the other hand, he was really drafted for his center ability, but since arriving, has gotten cross-trained to play guard during training camp, a position that he last played his freshman year of college. In Arkansas. Well, both young men are expected to make the initial 53 man roster. It would be rather disastrous if your second round pick, or your second or third round pick for that matter, if one of them doesn't make your initial 53. So we expect both of them to make the initial 53 man roster, but showing that they can maintain and be versatile pieces of their respective units will give Washington more flexibility when choosing to overload or perhaps understaff their units to begin playing the regular season, right? If you've got Ricky Stromberg that can play guard and center. If you feel like going with nine offensive linemen instead of ten or eleven, you might feel a little bit more confident if you've got a guy there that can play multiple positions on your offensive line. That's what Ricky Stromberg is looking to do with this cross training. That's what he's looking to prove to the coaches on Saturday. Now, so far in the preseason, as a rookie, Ricky Stromberg has played 62 snaps total in the in the last two games. 18 of those snaps came in Week One. 44 of those snaps came in Week Two. Now, in Week One, those 18 snaps all came at center. And again. We hadn't seen him start cross-training at the guard position until after the Cleveland Browns game. So something within the offensive line, something within some of those struggles, those growing pains, inspired this offensive line unit and the, and the coaching staff to say, you know what, we need to get a guy spun up to play multiple positions. So starting after the Cleveland Browns game, we start seeing Ricky Stromberg getting trained during practice to also get guard reps. Well, week two against the Baltimore Ravens, Stromberg gets a bump in snaps, 44 total. So going from 18 18. A 44. That's a big jump in snaps for one. But of those snaps, 25 of them came at center, 19 came at guard. So still mostly center, which I think you should expect in the beginning phases of, of cross-training the guy, right? He came in as a center. Expect him to play mostly at center, but he did get those 19 guard snaps. So his first week playing guard in the NFL, more snaps than he got in his first week playing center in the NFL. That's certainly valuable experience that he will lean forward taking with him. Now, according to Pro Football Focus, Stromberg has not done well in his two rookie appearances he's got grades of 44.5 overall offensive grade 49 run blocking grade and 28.7 pass blocking grade that is a terrible pass blocking grade so I'm starting to feel like maybe I need to go back and watch all of Ricky's snaps I think in the time period we have from the last preseason game to the first regular season game I will make that an assignment I will go back and watch all of Ricky Stromberg's rookie snaps and see what I can peel away from it for you BFF says his blocking against the Ravens, this pass blocking specifically against the Ravens, was significantly worse than the Cleveland Browns, contributing to that really low pass blocking grade. Against the Cleveland Browns, Stromberg had a 59.3 pass blocking grade against the Ravens, 24.8. That is a huge, huge dip. So again, I'd have to go back and watch every single snap to see exactly what Stromberg didn't do versus what he did against Cleveland. I'm willing to bet that a lot of those bad, bad, bad pass block sets probably came at guard. It would make sense, right? So I, I'm going to be willing to bet that then against the Browns. Uh, against Again, against the Browns. Again, against the Browns. Uh, Ricky Stromberg gave up no pressures, but he gave up two pressures against the Baltimore Ravens. So that certainly has something to do with that grade. Now, flipping over to Quan Martin in his preseason, he's played a total of 64 snaps so far. 41 of those coming in week one. 23 coming in week two. So you got to flip it on its head from Ricky Stromberg. Stromberg got fewer reps in week one, more reps in week two. Kwan getting more reps in week one, fewer in week two. In week one, he played 30 of his 41 snaps in the slot. In week two, he played 19 of his 23 snaps in the slot. So, again, we've been talking about Quan basically your slot guy. He's basically a slot guy, maybe your second slot guy uh, on the field, versatile type of guy who would also get some free safety work. Now, he does have one snap credited at wide corner, according to PFF, but the rest of them are D-line or box alignments, which basically means he's lining up inside in what we would call the slot position but there's no receiver opposite him. So if there's no receiver opposite of him, he's not technically covering somebody, which means he's getting a D-line or a box rep. But basically, Quan Martin is lining up inside in your secondary formation is, is what you can take out of that. Now, Martin graded out at a 51.4 overall grade against the Cleveland Browns, but improved to a 52.3 against the Baltimore Ravens. Not a massive jump, but a jump nonetheless. Now, where Martin did go down against Baltimore was in tackling. He dropped from an 80.4 tackling grade against Cleveland to a 21.3 tackling grade against Baltimore because of one missed tackle compared to no missed tackles the week prior and four tackles made. Kwan only had two tackles made against Baltimore, and then he had the one missed tackle. So that's going to dip that grade a little bit. Now, Martin also had three stops in week one, which if you're not familiar with PFF's terminology, a stop isn't just a tackle. A stop is a tackle that prevents a team from advancing in their schedule so a third down tackle that prevents a fourth down conversion or a fourth down tackle that prevents a first down conversion or a goal to go that prevents a touchdown you get the idea that's what a stop is so martin also had three stops in week one but he had none in week two which certainly impacts that great so we'll be looking for solid play from both of them hopefully further improvements from each of them uh, and we'll come back after the game uh, probably during our aar uh, episode and we'll give an update after the Cincinnati Bengals preseason game, now we expect to see a lot from them. Something we don't expect to see much of is quarterback Sam Howell. And with Friday's practice being a walkthrough, today was likely the last time we got to see this dude throwing on the practice field until we get into our regular season preparation that starts next week. Now, I went ahead and charted the passes. Okay, it's the last Howell watch. I was like, you know what, man, it's the last Howell watch. I got to chart these passes. And for the chart in 11, 11 on 11s, 11, right? In those charted passes, he went 10 for 17. But there is a huge bit of contextual value that you need to understand here. Today's practice for Sam, running the second team offense, really looked like it was more about getting those second team offensive players, running through some of these reps or holding up the play cards, go through, get every player to their spot, get every player through their route and all this stuff. Really not concerned about whether or not Sam was throwing the ball to the right place, who he was throwing it to, the timing, all of that stuff. So, Huge bit of context. The second-team operation was not about the quarterback. It was about the other players, the Brown Bowens and Mitchell Tinsley's of the world, getting out there, getting to their landmarks on time. So call it a laid-back practice. Not a walk-through, not a jog-through. Call it more of a laid-back practice. But just as an example, at one point, Montez Sweat and Chase Young were on the offensive side of the field. They were on the offensive sideline. They even ran down to the end zone with the offense at one point, joined in on an offensive huddle where they had said, one, two, three, offense, and broke the huddle. Came back to the offensive side. Montez, what was he even talking about? Man, it's so much fun doing things you're not supposed to do sometimes. You know, just just having a good time. So a little bit of a laid-back practice to wrap up training camp here uh, for the Washington Commanders. It kind of tells you the tone of the day to give you some context behind the numbers. But I wanted to take the numbers down anyway. Just felt wrong to do a howl, watch all training camp, then have the last one be like, well, guys, I didn't track anything. Sorry for you. Um, so, I, so, so I did that uh, for you. We're not going to break down pass by pass because, again, you know, that's not really the uh, the object of the practice today. Something I did note, though, if you go back to yesterday's Howl Watch, Every Dares, we talked about Sam being a little bit off with guys like Zion Bowens and Mitchell Tinsley and kind of the context of that. Of, you know, they he hasn't gotten a lot of reps with these guys. They haven't run a lot of routes for him, things like that. When you come back today, and he was actually much cleaner to those types of receivers uh, when he was firing the ball at them. Uh, so it just kind of shows you, and, and the value takeaway, I take away from that from a Sam Howell perspective, perspective. As you see, one day of work with receivers he hasn't really worked with, and the depth and the timing looks off. But the next day, come back and you look much better, especially in the beginning of the practice. Now, as we got towards the end of the practice, things got a little bit looser and things got a little bit wilder. So that's to be expected. But I think we can take at least that much value, just more evidence of that auto-correcting that Sam Howell does as a quarterback. So we've taken a lot of value with our time rookie with rookie defensive back Quan Martin. He's gonna be back on the show here because Ron Rivera is focused on him this weekend. We got to stay focused on him. As well, And we'll also hear from rookie lineman Ricky Stromberg. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we'll do that thanks to our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL as linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season,
0: All right, guys final episode of locked on time commanders for training camp final day of training camp last time i'll be standing on this beautiful platform you already tell the tent is gone but the bleachers are still here so after uh, next time we're out here in ashburn this will all be gone as well in fact we should be back in the media room uh less less scenic background for those episodes but we will still be out here at ashburn until then let's hear from rookies uh, the rookie, the two rookies that Ron Rivera said he's watching specifically, the two rookies that, of course, we will also be watching specifically, Quan Martin and Rookie Stromberg. All right, Quan, technical official end of training camp. So first NFL training camp in the books. How do you feel about the experience overall? I felt pretty good, man. It was a great opportunity just to be here, man, and get out here and work and compete with these guys and grind all day. Absolutely. We talked after the, the Baltimore game, right, you felt like you improved from Cleveland to Baltimore. Obviously came up with the big interception. Uh, I mean, one-point game, that could be the difference between winning or losing. So now you've had a little bit of time to reflect, how do you feel about your first two games, and what do you expect from yourself in the third game? Uh, just a bunch of growth, man. Just learning from my experience of being out there on the field. Uh, trying that thing things slow down for me a little bit, and uh, just be more focused and, uh, you know, just pay attention to the little details. So Ron Rivera said before practice on, on Thursday that you're one of the guys. He, he, he said multiple guys, but he specified you and Ricky Stromberg as two of the rookies that he's really keeping an eye on against Cincinnati this weekend. What do you expect to show him as he's keeping an eye on you? Uh, just showing why he dropped me in the second round, man. And uh, just show the competitor I am and, and I can go out on the field and do it all. Now you and Emmanuel Forbes are joining a pretty talented defense, 13th in the NFL last year uh, in scoring defense. How do you feel you can help this unit improve as a whole? Man, just in any way possible. Uh, just get on the field, man. Just lock in and, and learn in, in the meeting rooms and just able to apply it out here when I'm on the field. So, just be able to help the team in any way possible. I'm just
2: trying to work on getting you know, getting better every day. It's my mindset looking out here, just fix the little things. Still trying to learn, I'm learning from guys like Tyler and Wiley, walking in right now, great. I like all the guys here. So, all the guys are really great. So, I'm grateful to Yeah, he
0: specifically mentioned that he's excited to watch you on Saturday, just kind of see, see more from you. When you look at Saturday's game, how do you approach that?
2: Uh, just approach it with a mindset to go in and play as hard as you can. You know, like in my mind for games, whatever happens, the outcome's already written. So for me, um, I go in and just play as hard as fast as I possibly can. You know, for the guy next to me, you know, for myself, my team, you know, family as well. Saturday's game is kind of unique because a little extra spice because a lot of those
0: players on the field want to make that 50 year man roster. Every play, like it's life or death in a sense. What's that add to you in a sense to know that so much, so many meaningful plays?
2: Uh, in that game, for a lot of players. Yeah, it doesn't really—it doesn't change for me. I, I, I'm going out there playing hard as fast as I possibly can. Um, nothing like—it me doesn't matter the situation, the game. That's that's the mindset I go into the game, the way I go into a game and want to play it. So that's all I'm gonna play the game.
0: Yeah. What have you learned
1: about playing in the trenches in the NFL? What, what's, what's the big difference? Uh,
2: that everybody's good. Everybody's good. Uh, you know, you have high school. You know, you go from high school to college, where you know the competition gets better at every level. But in college, um, college NFL,
1: you know, everybody's
2: good in the NFL. So
0: uh, that's something I'm definitely going to be wearing. You played some the in college, but you haven't played until the far. It feels like last team last year. It seems like it's going well, but that's what's going on.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I picked it up pretty good so far. I did play in college, like I said, I played my freshman year. But uh, when I got out of here, um, it took me a couple of days and then I started going through a natural at it, um, still working on it some positions and transitions are easier than those. How do you, how is, how is your hard to this one you playing one, you know, have to move one spot over, but? It's not, it's not really that hard. Uh, it's just, it just takes time and repetition. You know, learning little things, you know, I, you know, I just, I went back to the, the playbook just looking at all the guard things, all you know, my guard things, I got, to, you know, learn pick up. You know, I'm trying to combine, you know, knowing center well and knowing guard well. But it's not super hard, it just takes time to study. You study the little things, the little technical things that come with each position. Okay. last little right? Uh, really matter, it left, it left all my uh, most of my fresh most of my time my freshman year. Both, so uh,
0: really both. all right. Big thank you again to rookie commanders Quan Martin and rookie Strawberry. That's Quan's like seventh time on the show in the last two weeks. I promise you that was not orchestrated that way. But look, there's a lot of attention on the young fella. He made a big play in the game, and the head coach says he's watching him for this final game. So. We got to cover what we got to cover. Coming up tomorrow, we will be back at practice with the Washington Commanders, a walkthrough at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland. So we will be there. And again, if I can record from there, I will. If I cannot, I will do it from home. Either way, you will be getting an episode on Friday. Just depends if it's Friday early afternoon or Friday early evening, uh, depending on if I have to drive home two hours from Joint Base Andrews before I can record it for you. Come back for that either way. And in the meantime, Send your questions, your comments in the YouTube comment section. Hit me on Twitter, email me at lockedoncommanders at gmail.com, or text me directly by going to joinsubtext.com slash lockedoncommanders. As always, thank you so much for making Locked on Commanders first listen or your first view today and every day and every day. I greatly appreciate you for coming through on a consistent basis like you do, supporting the program. Thank you all so much for making me a part of your day, part of your football routine. And until we speak again, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.